Thank you for joining today's Accelerate Your Performance podcast. And thank you for having a desire to be your best at work and helping your organization achieve success. The podcast focuses on tactical actions to improve workplace culture, and these tactics align to our nine principles for organizational excellence. Today, we'll focus on reigniting your passion. Last week, we thought about what it means to lose our passion and how that occurs. Today, let's focus on how we can reignite that passion and why it's important for us to keep our flame burning. Remember last week, I spoke of my childhood tennis story that resulted in my decision to give away the tennis court in exchange for another. What I learned throughout life is that although I made this decision, I still had a passion for the sport of tennis. Years ago, I was one of my first jobs was a high school math teacher. And when I interviewed for the job, I remember interviewing with the principal of the school, high school, and I, I asked him, would I have an opportunity if I taught math to also coach tennis? And so he said, absolutely. If you want to coach tennis, you coach tennis. And I remember I made $500 extra in my salary for the whole season. I didn't care because what I really, I think I really took that job to be the tennis coach more than the math teacher, but I also put a lot of effort into teaching math as well. In fact, coaching tennis probably helped me do a better job at being a math teacher. So when I would finish my math class, I'd walk out onto the tennis courts, and I remember the first time that I brought a team together. We had posted for tryouts, and so we had kids, a lot of kids who had decided to come out. We weren't one of those schools who had a great tennis team. We had to really work at it if we were going to be any good. In fact, we were not so good at all in the past years. And so there were kids who, because we had put posters up, they were really excited. So they were just more kids than we really needed for the team. But I, you know, I, I remember then when I saw all those kids out there, I remember when I longed for being coached by someone. Now I had that opportunity to be that coach I always wanted for myself. So my goal was that no player would go away feeling like I did. I was there, I think, to help people grow their passion for tennis. So how in the world could I cut anybody? And so I didn't. So I just created a whole different approach to the way that we would engage as a team. So I look back, and now that I think about the way that we work together as a coach and players, I hope my players felt good about me because I sure wanted to be a good coach to them. So I made a few decisions as a coach. First, I wouldn't cut anyone, which I talked about. So I'd have an A squad, a competitive one, and a B squad, a practice one. I provide structure for each squad because remember, if you remember my story was even though there was a coach, I was kind of left to the side with not knowing when I would have an opportunity to be coached by that individual and it seldom happened. So I'd have a structure that each squad would get some attention and I would communicate when I would spend time with them, both squads, and then why. And I also communicated to the B squad that I'd spend more time with the A squad because they were the competitive team, but that I wanted them to know as B players that I valued them. 
and I didn't value them more than I valued the A-team, but I valued them because I wanted them to get better. I wanted them to know why I balanced my time with the two teams as I did. Also did not want them to feel less than. I wanted them to feel a part of the team. So when I wasn't spending time with the B squad, at times I asked them to help me with drills for the A squad so we could be a collective team. So we'd huddle together and we had our assignments in the afternoon at practice and we'd work collectively as a team. And that was just the expectation when we went out there together. And so that everyone could attend all the matches, we raised the money so that we could pay not just for the competitive team, but for the practice team to come with us. And our competitive team wanted the practice team there. Why? Because they had helped them with their drills along the way. So during our competitive play, we all had jobs, even if one of them was to cheer on their teammates. Boy, did I love coaching tennis. In hindsight, I realize I was most likely a better coach than a player. In two years, we shifted from near last place to third place. I was fortunate to win a coach award that year. You know, not because we were the best team or I was the best coach. It was an award voted on by other coaches. They recognized the difference in our team. We were better players. We won some unexpected matches along the way. We lost some close ones and we played as a team. So looking back, what did I learn about reigniting passion? Unknown to me at the time, I found new meaning. The new meaning was the value of being a coach and realizing success with my players. They helped me, you know, and I think I helped them. Shifting from player to coach added new meaning to something I was passionate about. This new meaning turned into something better than I expected. I was able to give back to young people what I did not have the opportunity to receive myself at their age. You know, I didn't set out with that in mind. Making slight shift, you know, paid dividends for me. I just shifted from that passion to be a player to the passion to be a great coach for my players. So let's take a deeper dive on how making new meaning reignites passion. When we think about getting rid of that weariness and hopelessness, doesn't it seem like it takes time, time where we're waiting for that magical feeling to appear? Certainly it's going to happen soon, and it's like, wait for it, wait for it, wait for it. It just never happens, and we feel disappointed because we can't see or feel what it is that we want to feel. So here's the difficult truth for all of us. We have to understand that that passion comes from within. When we don't understand this, we wait for the world to bring passion to us rather than cultivating it ourselves. That's what I learned when I think back about being a coach and being a player. The other day I read something that I really love by a guest blogger, same as Lewis House from entrepreneur.com. It reminded me of how we may tend to get lost while patiently waiting for something to happen. He wrote, we are passive, waiting to be entertained. We seem to have forgotten that we are the ones who are in charge of hosting the parties and creating 
experiences in our lives. Unless we bring something to the table, who would want to invite us to theirs? Here's how what Lewis wrote applies to my tennis story. When I was young and passionate about tennis, I didn't have the fortitude to understand how to control my own destiny. However, in my 20s, when I was working, I felt connected enough to tennis to change the meaning from player to coach. Through my newly found passion for coaching young people, I think I brought something to the party, and the guests gave me a lifetime of memories. And most important, this new lifetime passion turned into being a good coach that now influences my commitment on being the best leader with others. Most of my professional life has afforded me opportunities to do just that, to be a leader. And gosh, that's an awesome responsibility. Remember your deepest life passions. I believe what we're passionate about stays with us. It simply may not have the destined path that we envisioned. This week, do one important thing for you. Take time to think about what you're passionate about, what motivates you, what energizes you. Are you living it? If yes, how do you keep doing so? And if not, how can you create new meaning to reignite your passion? All of us are energized by something. It may simply need to be refreshed with something new to be reignited. Thank you for tuning in to Accelerate Your Performance. I look forward to connecting with you on our next podcast where we'll focus on Can You Fix My Culture? Have a great week.